And we're back on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. Time now for our Ask the Doctor segment, giving our listeners the opportunity to have Dr. Cole address their specific sports injury issues. You can email your questions. It's very easy. Actually, it's easier just to go to our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. And on our homepage of our website, you can look for the picture of Dr. Cole and yours truly Click on that link and ask the doc a question. Again, sportsmedicineweekly.com is the website. Ready, Dr. Cole? I got some good ones this week. I'm all in. As usual. Question number one is, I recently increased my running mileage, and I'm now suffering from shin splints. What can I do to help them get better? Well, with the marathon fast approaching, this is not an uncommon injury. So shin splints is this discomfort that people get over the, the their shin bones and their tibia that is, it's t- it's sensitive to touch. It hurts Painful, when you're running. Right? It's very uncomfortable. Yes, and um, but also very common. And the kinds of things that you can do. It's really where the muscle takes origin on the tibia from repetitive use and maybe inflexibility and uh, insufficient uh, recovery can lead to this. And it could also be the way the ground, you know, if you're on, on slanted surfaces, you haven't replaced your shoes in some time, there's some other contributing factors. But uh, foam rolling, um, you know, manual type uh, therapy to loosen the fascia can be uh, particularly helpful. Uh, this is one that physical therapy can actually help uh, as well. And it could be uh, some additional things like arch support, uh, motion-controlled shoes, because it has to do with how the hind foot is positioned when it puts stress in the front of the tibia. Uh, there's some uh, literature that supports to make sure your calcium and vitamin D index for your gender and your age and so forth are appropriate. Uh, there's some things you can do when you uh, the way you run. Without, you don't want to cause mechanical changes uh, to any great extent, but shortening your running stride puts uh, less load on, the, on, the, on your uh, sort of overall neuromusculature. And, um, you know, you don't, the one thing that contributes to it is our rapid rises in your mileage. So uh, there's this sort of 10% rule where uh, when you're increasing your mileage to train up to a certain uh, mileage or distance, you don't want to really increase your mileage greater than, say, 10% per week. So this can be an overuse problem as well as insufficient recovery. And remember, don't forget about ice. Ice makes a huge difference after you've been active for some prolonged period of time because it causes vasoconstriction, the blood vessels get smaller, and can reduce inflammation. And it's probably the, the best natural anti-inflammatory we have is ice in close association with uh, repetitive uh, exercise. Neat stuff. Question number two, what tools do you recommend to help overcome delayed onset muscle soreness? Please describe what that is first. Well, you know, so if you uh, exercise for a prolonged period of time, it can cause uh, increase in acid in the muscles, what we call lactic acid. It can cause microscopic breakdown of muscle and also healing and protein synthesis to regenerate muscle. So there's all kinds of biologic processes that go on when we exercise. So obviously the more you exercise or the more you exercise muscles that aren't accustomed to being exercised, the more you get that concept of delayed onset muscle soreness. So, Steve, have you picked up a new uh, exercise lately, or have you been away from exercise and then went to work out and you were just sore as heck, you know, two days later? Oh, I'm trying to think because I am getting back with my shoulders. So Okay, you know, so are you um, notice a shoulder's a little tougher because you don't generally get as much unless you're doing lots of repetitions. But do you notice, you know, certainly most of us who haven't done an exercise for some time and then you do it hard, uh, within 24 hours get significant muscle soreness. I mean, okay. I've, I've had it happen. I do this this uh, uh, boot, uh, sort of boot camp class on Sundays, only on Sundays, and Monday and Tuesday are hell for me. I mean, it's it's what crazy. Hurts? I mean, my glutes, my legs, because they do a t- they do high reps 
low weight, high reps. And um, I just don't do that during the week. And, and I get profound soreness. Literally, I'll come to the office, I'll be limping like within 24 hours. And I'm you know, people are like, well, you're injured. I'm not injured. It's just you're sore from, you know, overactivity. Um, you never had that? I can think of it. Yeah, absolutely. But what, what is your therapy then? What's so what the do you do for it? So part of it, you know, so what we do, this is, you know, a problem we get even, you know, so let's just say we get a guy in, in sports who's had lots and lots of minutes or back-to-back games. So we use things like compression gear, like the Normatec boots. Uh, almost all of our guys on the, on the plane will have Normatec boots or something equivalent to it, which is sort of a compression sleeve that goes from the feet all the way up to the, the midsection uh, that provides compression for the muscles to, in theory, uh, I believe to help get some of the lactic milk, some of the lactic acid, and help with muscle recovery. With cool uh, temperatures, in um, there? it's not. I don't believe there's a temperature change; just the compression. Really? Okay. Yeah. And there's uh, foam rolling can make a big difference. Um, I, I use one of those vibration device, devices uh, that are out there. One, the one I use. I mean, we're not a sponsor. Or it's anything, like the hand tool. Yeah, they sell right? them. The, you can get them on Amazon. Yeah, uh, you have it on Best Buy. It's a, there is a commercial, uh, a retail grade called a Hypervolt, which. I wish I worked for the company. I'm telling you, cause I have so many patients who buy this thing. The thing is awesome. It's a vibration machine that helps with, you know, it really does work for muscle soreness and changes the way the, the muscle fibers actually contract. So Electric you, or battery? It's electric. Okay. You charge it. It's awesome. Um, but there's a bunch of those devices. And, and I'll tell you, Steve, you know, sleep, nutrition, um, hydration is a big one. Dehydration is a big source of delayed onset muscle soreness. And then also protein, proper protein amino acid intake. So this is where... Nutrition supplements make a big difference. You know, we should always re, uh, rely on whole foods as our source of nutrition. But if you're exercising at a very high level, I'll tell you, it's very difficult for you and I to get what we truly need to maintain uh, muscle, normal muscle metabolism uh, and and recovery. So uh, supplements are a, a big deal for uh, a, especially the aging athlete where we don't resorb things as as uh, um, um, predictably. All right, we're out of time. Great stuff. Many thanks to our producer. It is Shane Reardon, coordinating producer as always, Tracy Taro. Also want to thank David Cole for managing our website at sportsmedicineweekly.com. He also does our business operations. And then we thank Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. We thank you so much for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly. And up next, early odds with Joe Ostrowski. We'll talk with you again next week. Brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly only on 670 The Score.